Hi, it's uh, Manuel Giudice here and welcome to the podcast Leading Your Change Initiative. Today I want to talk about the role of trust in, um, in successful change projects. Uh, business change projects have a start and they have an end. There is a, these, are, these are usually um, managed uh, by a, we call it a temporary organization, which is basically a group of people, uh, resources, both internal or external, talking about contractors or consultants or external professionals that have specific expertise that are brought together, as well as internal project resources. You have PMO organizations and project managers and delivery managers, as well as change networks, which are basically representative from the business that will contribute their knowledge, expertise, and an influence and, um, in, with, with their respective business area. Now, uh, I have supported business change projects for over seven years and these were a technology-enabled project and I've seen some projects failing and some projects succeeding and what I found is that there are a lot of dynamics that are very concrete dynamics. Sometimes a project fails because it misses or it doesn't have a specific skill set. It doesn't have a person that does the comms, for example, or they don't have a specific uh, consultant or IT developer that can develop a technology or a feature or a set of features. Uh, and there are budget constraints. So people have to do more with less because they have to achieve, um, you know, that they have to stay within the, the cost constraints. And that's one of some, some of the challenges. But what I found from a purely delivery perspective, uh, I found that there's a lot of uncertainty that's implicit or intrinsic to any of the projects. Uh, it is um, this is a mindset shift that I think it is important, and the awareness of this, the awareness of this, can help really uh, initiatives and projects that consider that whenever you have a change project or a change team or a project team that is implementing a new change, there will always be an element of unpredictability. Um, if you compare a project team to a team that has uh, operates uh, according to KPIs within your business, there are, you, talk, you can think of it of a, of a sales uh, sales professional or a sales uh, department or sales function. They basically utilize this technology or dashboards or spreadsheets or systems um, to uh, to follow a, a kind of a sequential list of steps. There is a, a CRM system. There are data. There are capture within it. Then also pick up the phone. They to come in at specific moments in time during the day. Pick up the phones and uh, make the phone call. And then eventually, you know, arrange the follow through. There's a there is a there is a there is a well established project. It has a beginning and it does an end. Every organize every function within any business has a similar uh, type of mechanism, similar side, similar types of processes. We're talking about HR, like for example, parole management. It's a parole, right? Within towards the end of each month, there are things that need to happen from the system perspective uh, to ensure that every single employee gets paid on time. So these are repeatable processes. When we talk about change projects, initiatives, we're talking about temporary organizations as stated before. Uh, but these have a, they don't have a well-defined process. Yes, there are the frameworks and delivery methodologies and plans. However, these change projects, they, uh, first of all, they work alongside a, a variety of a set of different other projects that sometimes conflict with each other. Right. And uh, oftentimes we don't know what the implications are of or what are the, the dependencies are for our projects until another project has achieved 
a specific maturity has moved on to the next stage or level to see what the impact it is for the specific stakeholder group. And then the details coming out of a different initiative will actually make it clear what the impact will be on, on, on our initiative. Right? So there always is the first distinction I want to share with you. There's always an element of uncertainty and there will always be, regardless of how many, um, you know, you might, you might want to be experts that have, you know, workday or specialized knowledge, a specialized expertise in workday in the development side of things or the testing side of things or the change management on the consulting side of things. But the truth of the matter is, because this is a new project at a different time frame with different people within it, then there is, uh, there is, you can bring in the expertise, but there also has to be an element of humility on the part of the project team or the change team that things cannot go exactly as planned, and they will not, because there are so many moving variables. We all seen it. We all experienced people living throughout the project, and you know, sometimes hard emotions and cynicism might creep in, and that um, deadlines get missed, and timelines move gets move get moved out, and there's a lot of anxiety and stress at times, right? Um, and uh, technology might break down as well, right? So every change project that I've supported in one way or another had always an element of uncertainty and unpredictability as part of it. And that's why I believe, and that's the reason why I decided to shoot this, to record this episode, because they really believe that the, the way a successful project team uh, actually can manage and really handle that well is by creating a strong culture of trust. What trust is, is allows your, your project, your individuals in your change team to actually be forgiving to each other when they contribute to expertise, but they actually are, they can't predict everything. So mistakes sometimes are inevitable or asking questions to avoid to make assumptions are absolutely inevitable. But without a trusting environment, it is really difficult for people to volunteer the views and one of the key ways of doing it, one, one of the key ways of key ways of that I've seen trust in team actually doing it is by saying, you know, based on my current my experience to date, this is the, the three most likely scenarios that this specific course of action is going to take. However, now there are moving variables, I'm really open to you, the room and the other specialists in your project and change teams, to challenge them. Now that element of that element of humility, that element of safety is not intrinsic in every change project but this statement this this example i've used was only utilized to those change and project teams that they felt that uh, you know they felt that they they could trust the team members not to set them up for failure this setting up for failure is what I believe change leadership is all about and the ability to create a safe and supportive environment for people. For example, you might have introverted professionals. They they prefer, they're more introverted and they are kind of more prone to listening first to a lot of information before actually actioning on it. And you might have someone that's more outgoing, maybe um, in a different department or in a different function, maybe in a communication function or whichever that might be. They are more outspoken. However, Unless there is an element, a, a very strong um, climate that is trusting, whereby team members can rely on each other uh, to support each other. Right? What what that looks like in practice is the ability to, in, in the army, they call it, I've had a conversation, quite a few conversations, I was doing a course lately uh, with some people in the um, commando forces, the British, uh, some of the British, uh, a section of the British army. And what you find is there was a very strong sense of camaraderie and people will have each other's back. They would say, okay, they will never stop to think about, okay, he said something that isn't wrong. Someone will actually step in immediately to provide a better solution, an alternative 
alternative to that, even though it was someone someone else's expertise or idea. So there was never the, the, you could see that they they trusted each other's ways and intention implicitly. And I believe that any change team that is successful has to be able to tap into that level of trust. Now, my passion is to help individuals, both individuals but also teams within organization that I'm in charge of uh, a change initiative and complex one to develop the skills and the leadership skills and abilities to have each other's back, to trust each other, to uphold these standards. Uh, Jeff Sutherland in the uh, Scrum uh, book, he talks about servant leadership, right? You basically commit yourself to a purpose that's greater than the individual's interest. Once you, once as a change leader, you start manifesting that type of behavior, it becomes contagious very quickly because, uh, for example, your team sees that vulnerability in your change leaders in not knowing all of the answers. And that is one of the very strong clear indicator that you are seeking help and you can help for it. It doesn't mean that you're not an expert. It doesn't mean that you haven't, don't have a lot of experience. It means that you have uh, the ability to trust your team, that they will see the intention, the shared purpose has one of the main concerns. You know, let's get it done together as opposed to, you know, proving each other's wrong or being right all the time. And, and unfortunately, this is a process that can be quite difficult for change projects, but I believe it's really strongly um, achievable. And there are different ways of doing that. The way when I work with, with, with projects, I work with both new and established leaders of these change projects. Then we roll out, we really create, really refine and define some, um, um, you know, a, a coaching program, which is contextual to the change project. So this is really relevant. And also have a training session project and change them that allows them to understand what are the dynamics of trust, what it is that people need to do. And they're willing and open to start trusting and leaning into each other's also lack of knowledge and weaknesses in order to create a multi-skilled and a complementary skill set, but it's all based on the on the presupposition that no one else, no one is trying to set you up, no one is trying to prove you wrong. It's about having that common challenge and shared challenge. So I'm really passionate about this. But regardless, of, you know, using services like myself, um, like like you know the type of work that I do, but I believe that a lot of this is really comes down to leadership coaching and the ability of uh, your project team to develop the ability to lead and take ownership accountability and develop core change skills such as communication such an influence such a conflict management and 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 develop as professionals as well as as individuals coaching and training which are, are i think one of the most powerful and sometimes underutilized tools that any change project has and I really hope that, you know, some of these messages have kind of resonates with some of the audiences. And I love to hear your feedback. Um, I think one of the best ways to connect is also through LinkedIn. I publish articles on a regular basis. Um, I'd really love to hear if any of these you know, messages on the inside actually resonate, actually makes any difference.